Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 309, maybe? I don't know for sure. You'll figure it out when you download it. Tomboy by Liz Prince. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. So, uh, <laughs> this is weird. It's always weird. It, that is true. Um, but, but you may notice the, uh, a difference in quality in this episode. And it's not going to be higher, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> nope. Uh, and it's also not going to be content quality. Just sound. <laughs> we're mobile. We are mobile. We are super mobile. Well, what do you think we're doing right now? 77 miles an hour. 77 miles an hour. We ten, 11 more hour, uh, miles and uh, we can start traveling through time. <laughs> okay. I'll try to hit it. <laughs> we are on the road. We are. We are uh, heading up to Cleveland, Ohio for Genghis Khan. That's right. Uh, technically, you're going to be at Genghis Khan. Well, technically, we'll both be there. Well, technically, yeah, but but officially, you're there. Yes. Uh, I've you, got all my papers in order. You've got all your papers, so when the Gestapo stops us. <laughs> is that why they were the, called the Gestapo? Because they stop you. Stop you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are recording this on my phone. Hopefully it's not too terrible. Uh, but we, we did, uh, we read a book. And we're going to talk about it, but uh, we're, we're road tripping. Yeah, I love road trips. I do when I'm not driving. Yeah, oh really? See, I love it when I am driving. See, we're good road, road yeah. trip buddies. Then. We are. One might say we complete each other. We, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this will be interesting. Because you'll hear a turn signal now and then, or... Hopefully you won't hear a car crash. I, like, God, I hope This will be like the black box recording <laughs> for Gutter Trash. It's like, what happened? Well, Eric was, you know, feeding Jason Doritos, and all of a sudden... <laughs> we hear him slam the brakes, and the Doritos crunch really loudly, and that's pretty much it. So we are on uh, 71 North towards uh, Cleveland. Probably got like an hour, hour and a half uh, drive here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully this uh, this part of the podcast won't last that long. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we read a comic. Yeah, we read Tomboy. We did. By Liz Prince, who I had never heard of. Oh, really? That's uh, prior to prior to you picking the book. But, yeah, I remember you saying that last time. It surprised me. Yeah. Uh, but but she's done some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, including this book we read. Yes. Yeah, this <laughs> book is not brand new. It's maybe a year or two old, something right. like that. But I hadn't got around to reading it. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, not a biographical comic. As uh, one does occasionally. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so so it's it's about her life uh, being a tomboy, basically. Yeah, starting uh, starting right from the start. Yeah. She uh, uh, she's always kind of felt more like a like a tomboy. Yeah. 
She's, uh, she's a heterosexual lady, but she loves to dress like a dude and just hang out with dude kids when she was a kid because the girls were a little too frilly for her. Right. She liked to get her knees dirty. Sure. Have fun. I mean, who doesn't? I do. I, right. love, I love it. Actually, sometimes when I'm wearing pants, I'll roll them up and just smear my knees in the dirt. Sure. Because I don't want clean knees. <laughs> well, I don't, actually. I don't, I don't like to get dirty. Uh, I, uh, You're a tom girl. I'm kind of a tom girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I mean, you're wearing that gaudy dress right now. Well, sure. You know. You're just more comfortable. I am. This is what I want to wear. I am tired of wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> all, all week at work. Yep. Even <laughs> casual for a cause, they won't let you wear a dress that way. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah, tomboy. It's uh, basically kind of centered around her grade school and high school life. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Like the majority of it, I think, takes place from like the ages of like nine to seventeen, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but but we get a little bit of uh, her her origins. Yeah. Uh, as a uh, as a four year old girl, she decided she never wanted to wear dresses again. It's a big truck going by. Yes, there is. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Say hi. I guess this is going to be <laughs> happening. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's about this girl's life and, and uh, basically the struggles that come with apparently being a tomboy. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, preconceived notions about gender roles. Right. Starting right on, like when you're a kid, not just, not just when you're like in the dating scene, but right. Um, like I remember, I had long hair when I was a kid. Sure. And my dad took me somewhere, and a guy was like, "Oh, he's like your daughter's very pretty." And then as soon as we got home, I remember the first thing he said to mom, he's like, "We're cutting this boy's hair today." And like that's when I got my first haircut. Okay. How old were you? Uh, well, see, I don't remember. Okay, I was probably only like. I don't know, a handful of years, whatever right. that is. So I don't remember the, <laughs> I don't remember the moment, but I remember that story being told to me many times from you know my parents over the years. Right. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's a thing where like they're like, oh, you know, boys are one way, girls are another way, you know. Right. And you know, we are uh, <clears throat> we're older than Liz Prince is in, in real life. Yeah. Uh, and so. And our parents, I'm guessing, are probably older than hers are. So, so I think we both come from a generation where, where especially men like our dads, probably are very regimented in gender roles yeah, exactly. and what they think of it. So, because I know my dad was never a fan of me when I had long hair. Great, uh, <laughs> but like I didn't have long hair until I was in junior high, high school. Right? Yeah, because. That's when I got into like metal and punk rock, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be like that dude." Yeah, yeah. right. I'm gonna be an individual just like that guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my flannel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, like a lot of this story does sort of take place at the same time where where you and I were. Yeah. Coming up in our formative years. Exactly. Well, I think it's because. 
it's it's weird because like you said we're a few years older but i think she's a few years cooler than we are oh so, obviously so she was like getting into green day the exact same time i was getting into green day even though i was probably like six years older yeah, than because right, yeah. <laughs> i remember i remember when i was like well i never got into green day oh really nope see i never heard them until dookie came out but same here but that was my favorite album like it just blew my mind and like i think part of it was um I was learning how to drive, and my brother would let me borrow his car, and uh, and I would have I had this Dookie cassette, and I it was always always in the car. Like if I was driving the car, we were listening to the Dookie, right? And uh, it just kind of became like the soundtrack to you know transcendence, or right, right? Like I just it just to me every time I listen to Dookie, it just means like, freedom. See, I uh, what was there there was some big song off that Longview? Longview, yeah. I uh, heard that song on the radio, and then I think I saw the song repeatedly on MTV. Right. Uh, and, and I loved that song. I thought that song was great. And, like, I remember going out with my mom one day, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this album, because that song fucking rocks. <laughs> and I got home, and I listened to that CD, and I said, what a piece of shit. <laughs> really? Yep. Really? It was, like, the only song that I liked. You know, it's funny, I remember that year, I think it was, was it 92, maybe? Something like that. Um, in Wizard Magazine, they interviewed all these top artists, and they asked them all what their favorite album was that year. Right. Eric Larson said Dookie. Nice. Yeah. Eric Larson is, is the most progressive image founder. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder what Rob Liefeld's <laughs> favorite album was of 92. Uh, like, Def Leppard, Let's Get Rocked. Eternalize, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was called. No, his favorite album would have been uh, Straight Outta Compton. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was, him and Easy E were pretty tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Liz is, uh, like, in, in addition to feeling more comfortable in boys' clothes, she's, you know, she's kind of into some odd stuff. Like, she's into comics and right. punk rock and, you know, just some Not, things that, you know, little girls or, like, younger girls aren't. Associated, right, right, yeah. For the, at least at that time, right. And it's, you know, I think I think the majority of our review of this book is pretty much going to come from like this discussion of, of you know, our own recollections of, of our youths, and and now where we stand as, as and I use this term loosely, <laughs> adults. <Right. laughs> hey, speaking of which, there's a big sign here that says adults. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe we are. I, We're officially adults. I am assuming that is for bookstore. Yeah, probably. Or it's probably more like DVDs now. Well, sure. They probably took down the word bookstore. Right. Because no one even wants to read even when you're masturbating anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, and it's weird because like the points that she brings up in this book are just, you know, how ingrained we all are with you know, what gender roles should be, like, from a very early age, and, like, some of us, I would say that you and I, probably, you know, can look back on it and say, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Right, yeah, it is. Because, you know, why, why shouldn't anyone, anyone, be allowed to dress how they want, act how they want, listen, or like what they want at any point in time? Exactly. And if, you know, someone like Liz Prince 
wants to wear a baseball cap all day and, and jeans baggy, and whatever. Baggy right, yeah. Like, why would anyone give her shit for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. But you do. You, especially when you're a kid. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's like when you're a kid, you're figuring out you know, how things are. And you know, like anything that's a little different, it just seems like, you know, it's wrong somehow. Right. Or at least especially if you have adults kind of steering you that Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Right. And the thing is, like, you know, like, the way she represents her parents in this book, it's like, they were totally cool with everything. Yeah. I mean, it really seemed that way anyway. Right. Uh, you know, they were just like, well, you know, just let her do what she wants to do, and that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm glad that she had that, because I think if she didn't have that and was struggling, you know, with, with these identity issues, you know, she probably... A lot more difficult and probably a little more fucked up yeah. emotionally and mentally, you know. Yeah. And, and even though she did have that, you know, she still, you know, I mean, struggled and, and had uh, issues. Yeah. Yeah, that, it just seems like it'd be very frustrating. Like, I, that's not something I ever had to, to deal with. Right. I mean, I wore a couple dresses, but it was when I was in a punk rock band. Played shows and stuff. Well, sure, but uh, obviously by that point nobody was giving me any shit for it. Well, sure, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You were probably just doing it because look, I'm shocking. Yeah. Well, I, you're I, kind I, of just an, an asshole teenager. <laughs> I, I, no, I was, I was just having fun. I was actually trying to <laughs> fuck with my bandmates because they didn't know I was going to wear a dress. And I like, we started playing the show. And I had pants on, uh-huh. and I like halfway through the set, I took my pants off and pulled my shirt off and had it dress on it. Alright. So that was more like to fuck with them, really. <laughs> and also, you were an asshole teenager. And I was an asshole teenager. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that dookie I listen to. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you know, you and I, you know, we, we definitely had it easy, you know, because we're dudes. Dudes kind of get a lot of shit just handed to them. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to deal with, like, uh, I mean, you know, we get this, like, you know, I, I'm sure you had this, I always hated the, like, spontaneous erection in class when you're, like, sitting there, you're like, oh, there, shit, I have an erection all of a sudden. And, right. uh, and then, you know, inevitably you're called upon to do a math problem on the board. Sure. And you're sure. like, oh, good, I'll just walk up there with this book over my dick and no one will know. Well, I didn't have that problem because I had self-control. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Like, <laughs> oh, there goes one right now. I've never well, figured it out. I am giving you a hand job. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We're on a road trip. Yeah, it's kind of like you didn't have gas money, so. Exactly. Yeah. And we're doing a podcast, otherwise I'd be giving you road hand. <laughs> right? Yeah, you you can't do that on a podcast. That's naughty and weird. But yeah, so basically, uh, I mean, the book is about her. I mean, there's a lot of bullying, too. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that's yeah, part of it. Yeah. It's not just, like, people that aren't going to hang out with you because you're into comics or sports. Right. And you're a girl. It's people that are giving you a whole lot of shit, including, like, punching you in the stomach. I think that happened once. Yep. In the, in the book. I think that was, she was defending her her younger brother. Right. Who was getting picked on because he kind of looked like a girl. He had, like, long hair. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it just shows you it's like, it's not just an isolated incident. You know? No, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's her whole, you know, her whole 
Right. Her whole landscape is, is this, you know, people getting picked on and like she's, you know, she sees she sees it for how absurd it is, which is kind of awesome. Right. It's, it's good that she didn't like just turn out thinking she was the weirdest one. Right. I mean, she had those thoughts. She thought she was for a while. That's the thing. I think you know a lot of people do think that. You know, and then the first. I think sort of reaction to that as well, in order to not get picked on, in order to fit in, I need to then look like everybody else yeah, or act not... like how everybody wants me to act. It's, it's, it's too bad. It's yeah. really too bad. And I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. No, it does not. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm sure you probably were picked on a little bit as a kid, somewhat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look like the kind of guy I'd kind of like to kick around on. <laughs> right. I had a rat tail for a while. <laughs> That tells you <laughs> so it means you were awesome. I was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had a rat tail. I had a, I had mullets. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like I, I got bullied a lot as well when I was a kid. I, mostly because I'm a slightly darker shade of tan than most white people are. Right. And so, so that was. That was pretty much my bullying, was pure just racism. Because you're, you're different. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, I'm, I'm a fat nerd who hates sports. And, uh, you know, tended towards the, the artsy stuff. Right. So, you know, that that was, like, just having another giant target on my back, too. Right. <laughs> but you stuck with it. I did. And, 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 and now, everyone should, too. And now I have three friends to show for. You see? But none of them are the People. None of them are shitty people, but uh, it, it has kept me from uh, from being a, a social uh, animal or likable to any degree. Tomboy <laughs> <laughs> by Elizabeth. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's 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 a really good book. It is awesome, and and like, you know, we've just been talking about the subject matter, but. I think she is seriously one of my favorite cartoonists as yeah. far as just she knows what to show, what not to show, uh, and how to move it along in such a way that it is it is just incredibly fun to read. I mean, I had a couple of issues with the book oh. itself, technically. Like, like just on a, on a craft okay. manner. Some storytelling issues uh, where... Like, there was one that sticks out to me where I know it was supposed to be the whole uh, scene where, like, she likes a guy and, like, he might like her. And so, like, there's, like, a game of uh, telephone going on. Oh, okay. And yeah. so she's got, like, all these different arrows with words. Yeah, you know? okay. I remember that. And I was like, I don't know how to read this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember that scene. Yeah. It was, like, a, it was like her friend's brother's best friend or something. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember that. And there's a couple instances like that where it's like I'm not entirely sure what was happening on the page. Uh, and also, I mean, it's hard to criticize this particular aspect because it's her life, and life is repetitive, if nothing else. Right. right. It gets a little repetitive at times. Well, yeah, I think that, that kind of... I know what you mean. Like, there's a lot of similar situations. But right. I think it just kind of solidifies just how how often uh, how often those things are happening right 
and, and you know, like at different ages, like it's like it's still happening at you know, this age. And and they're yeah, I mean they're different enough that I I never felt like it got stagnant or no, I mean, you know, it was still entertaining, and I mean, I certainly laughed out loud multiple times yeah, as I read it. Right. Uh, and honestly, you know, I mean, the entire time I kept reading this, I was like, man, I wish I knew a girl like this in school. Right. Someone who fucking loved Ghostbusters and, you know... Uh, had, had a watch with a siren on it. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, like in one of the first chapters, she talks about, like, presents that she got. And she got one of the, uh, was it the Screaming Egon yeah, or something like yeah. that? I had that toy. I had the, uh, the Vankman one. Okay. But I love the scene of her, like, she creeps up into her doll. <laughs> Like, she makes it creep up into the dollhouse and, like, scare the dolls. Just the way that scene was done, it delighted me. Like, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I had that exact same uh, Egon toy. That <laughs> was the only Ghostbuster toy I ever had. Really? Yeah, yeah. We had a, we, me and my brother had a few, but, like, maybe just a handful of them. But that was the Venkman we had, because we never got the regular Venkman. Right. Like, I think we had a regular Ray... And like a ghost and then uh and that thing. Right. No Winston? No, we didn't have Egon or Racist. <laughs> we didn't have Win- Egon either. We just didn't get them all. <laughs> Actually, nobody's favorite Ghostbuster is Winston, so Well I mean he he, he kinda came along towards the end and like right? he just maybe he inserted the biblical uh hysteria and like and he didn't really have a huge part of the movie. I mean like Right, yeah. Like Ernie Hudson's fine. Oh, sure. I like Ernie Hudson. I just watched a movie with him in yesterday. Yeah. Leviathan, folks. Don't check it out. <laughs> or do. Watch Comet TV. It'll be on six times in a row. <laughs> uh, what else about, about Tom Boy? Uh, yeah, I just... I thought it was great. I mean, I've read a couple other books by I've read... I read Alone Forever, and it's, it's, um, maybe like a, it's not, it's kind of all tied in together, but it's a bunch of, like, one or two page kind of strips about just, you know, dating and, like, things like that. And it was good, but, yeah, this is, this is definitely my favorite thing that I've read by her. I thought it was awesome. This is, uh, again, the only thing I've ever read by her. Uh, I would, uh, check out that other book. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a okay artist yeah but, but definitely uh, she's definitely got good stories to tell sometimes her art reminds me of like John Porcelino or Jeffrey Brown I got a heavy Jeffrey Brown vibe yeah. maybe not as detailed because right. uh, I, I do think of Jeffrey Brown with a lot of detail on his work but at least anymore yeah right uh, and also I think there were a couple of times where she drew herself and she looked a lot like Jeffrey Brown yeah <laughs> Well, I think or at least I the think, way Jeffrey Brown looks. I think they're pals because when I met her, at, I met her at TCAF when I bought this book, and uh, she was sharing a table with Jeffrey Brown. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're pals. That's why I was thinking this book was a top shelf comic because it was the top shelf table. Uh, okay, but it's like zero. No, it was Zest. Zest. That's who it was. Yeah, the soap company. That's, yeah, that's me. And that's the way I felt after reading this. I felt zestfully clean. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 You didn't actually take my book into the shower with you, did you? Well, of course I didn't. Okay. I mean, not a shower, but a bath. Oh, okay. Just a nice hot bath. Well, some bubbles and candles. That's pleasant. 
because, you know, fuck gender roles. I'm kind of a girl at times. I love taking baths. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'll put, seriously, I'll, I'll put candles up and I'll, and I'll get a Billie Holiday CD. That's my favorite CD to listen to in a bath. And I'll, <laughs> I haven't done this in years, actually, but when I did, it was, like, the best moment of my life. And I'd, like, listen to Billie Holiday and have a candle lit bath for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> it was amazing. That sounds great. It was pretty great. Maybe not my musical choice, but you know everything else. You listen to anal pump. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it just uh, the the book. It just made me think a lot about you know all the issues that she brings up, and just how you know you identify yourself, and then how others perceive you, and how. A lot of the times that perception is absolutely wrong, but, like, there's really nothing you can do to convince people otherwise. It's so it seems, but there's always, like, there's always somebody you can find who's, like, either either they're going through the same thing or they just totally get it. Right. And she had some friends like that that were kind of, you know, like, I think one of them was, like, Aaron or somebody. Yeah, Aaron and Terry. Yeah. And, and, like, they kind of got it. Like, they were like, yeah, she's awesome. Right. We're just having fun. Um, and I think that's another thing that uh, is worth mentioning is this book might be just a really good thing for younger people to read. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, even, again, loose term, adults, right? You know, I mean, there, there are times where I still feel like, you know, I'm not exactly fitting in anywhere or, you know, just, just uncomfortable in my own skin right. being who I am and, and sometimes I just don't even know who I am anymore right. but you know like you know at those times you know I do kind of wish that you know I'd had maybe something like this to read where you know it's like you know there are other people out there who are just as fucked up and, and they're having so many problems too and, and getting through it and getting through it you know splendidly like, like she appears to have oh yeah yeah and she did have, you know, her friends, and then I know that, like, there's one friend who recurs throughout the book where she basically feels like she was betrayed by her because she decided that, you know, she liked being girly. Right. Well, I think, yeah, her friend kind of, like, they made this pact to, like, you know, girls suck, we're just going to be ourselves. Right. You know, being a, what society says is a girl kind of sucks, but right. her, her friend kind of noticed that when, you know, she would wear tight shirts uh, seemed to like that. Right, yeah. So, you know, and like, you know, when she did more girly things, you know, she got more attention. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... And that's the thing, you know, it's like, you know, you read this and you're just like, well, yeah, you know, you do pay attention to the girl with the tight top who, you know, is... is it's ingrained in our DNA. It really is. But, you know, I think ideologically, we'd all probably rather be with a Liz Prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she's just way more awesome, and and, and she's super cute. Because oh, that too. Like, yeah. like I, I mentioned to you earlier, I was like, I don't know if I should mention this on the show, <laughs> but uh, like I, I met her once. Uh, I went with Kathleen to um, TCAF, and I got a, a Dazzler drawing for for Kathleen from, okay. from Liz Prince. I gave it to her, and then like the next year, I saw I went there by myself, and I saw Liz Prince, and I was like. Gosh, this prince is adorable, <laughs> and uh, cause she is, she's she's pretty cute. And, uh, so when I got home from TCAF, 
I guess I this. I got. I was like, you know, I had a couple beers that sure, night, right? And I, I wrote this email. I was like, you know, I, I said something about like how I let my beard grow for a month because she, she really she's she really likes beards. So uh-huh. She's talked about it in her other stuff. And uh, I didn't touch my beard for like a month before I got there. I was like. I really let my beard go just so, you know, I could try to hit on you. And like, you're, you're awesome and your comics are great. And, uh, you know, it's pretty embarrassing. And then a couple of days later, she actually emailed back. She's like, oh, thanks. That was really nice of you. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, so, she was thinking, what a fucking what, creep. What a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there was that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That, that is a hardship of a male. Yeah. Is that, you know, if there's an artist uh, that we like that, that happens to be female and then we want to pay her a compliment, you know, oh, yeah. how does it, how can you do that without coming off like being just yeah. a, a creepy person? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I loved her comics before, like, I saw right, her. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, once I saw her, I was like, oh, well, she's also really, really cute. You know? Oh, hey, the next exit is Adult Mart. <laughs> adult Mart. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break for that. <laughs> not a road trip unless you purchase a pocket pussy. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're fucking morons. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we're not going to stop the bit. No, we aren't. No. We have, we're on a mission. We're on a comic book mission. We are, indeed. Uh, and I'd, I'd say we accomplished this part of the comic book mission pretty well. Yeah, the driving part yeah. of the podcast. I forget we were recording the podcast. <laughs> the driving. Okay. Just the driving. We're not doing the podcast yeah, well yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, we're driving. We're, we're making good time. Yeah, we are. It's not even 11. Nope. Traffic is light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is another thing. We were recording this podcast super fucking early. Yeah, this is pretty early for us. Yeah. Before noon. You know. Yeah. I mean, I was drinking coffee not half an hour ago. Wow. And you're not a... Late day coffee drink. I am not. It's just one cup usually early in the morning and then uh, switch to water and pop the rest of the day. So, yeah. yeah. So, we, enjoyed, we both enjoyed the book. Oh, we uh, did indeed. I think it's great. I actually tried to um, reorder a copy for the store that I work at. Yeah. And it's currently out of print, unfortunately. Well, uh, at least through Diamond. Diamond does not have any in stock, but right. you should demand that they reorder them, people. Great. If, you, if they get enough orders, they'll, they'll restock. So. There you go. And, uh, yeah, let's get that back in print. Zest. Zest. Yeah. Zestfully clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would def- definitely recommend this to a few people for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I have a couple people in mind I'm going to either loan it to or tell about. Yeah. yeah. If they can find it, apparently. Right. I actually... Actually, uh... I think I think I've seen them on Amazon and you know eBay and stuff. You, you right. can find them. Oh yeah. You know what? That's supposed to be part of the thrill of comics. Finding them, trying to find yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Get off your lazy ass, motherfuckers. <laughs> Go to a store. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's some shops that have them. Like like we had it, but we've sold out. Right. So, uh, somebody still has it. All right. Some tomboy. Pretty pretty great. Pretty good. Well, it's uh. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do things a little different here. Yeah. We're gonna take a break. Right. Uh, that break is probably gonna be about eight hours. Yeah. yeah. And then because uh, we're going to the adult bookstore. We're going to the adult bookstore. <laughs> and then we'll have something to talk about. Yeah. When we're done. Yeah. 
Best peep shows in Cleveland. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps setting up I think I'm cracking up And am I just paranoid? Am I just up? I went to a drink To analyze my dreams She says it's like a sex that's bringing me break ever. I think so. Or unless, I think maybe we like recorded a first half like on like, different days. Oh, really? I think yeah, we have. Okay. At least once. So, maybe our second longest break. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're uh, actually back on the highway. Yep. Heading, uh, heading home from the show now. Right? Yeah. Uh, 71 South. Back to, back to Dayton. Yeah, so that was the thing that we did. Yeah, Genghis Khan, baby. <laughs> so maybe we should walk people on it through this. Like, uh, we, neither one of us had ever been to Genghis Khan. Nope. And uh, 
Uh, I mean, did we mention earlier that this is in Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. Yeah, Lakewood. Yeah. Lakewood, yeah. Pretty close, right? It's like yeah. a suburb close, yeah. Um, it's probably my favorite name of any convention ever. <laughs> because it's a really good pun. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it was a pretty cool show. Like, like I would I would recommend it for small press people. It was, it was maybe a little slower today than they usually are, like, according to one of the exhibitors I talked to. Okay. He said last year it was really busy. Huh. He said this year was a little slower, but... Was it on the weekend after Thanksgiving last year? Well, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if it was. Because I think that probably is a factor. Yeah. A lot of people out of town. Right. Or leaving town. Right. Yeah. Or spin out after Black Friday. Sure. Yeah. Saving up for Cyber Monday. Exactly. See, for me, Cyber Monday means something totally different. What does it mean for you? It means let's have uh, sex with somebody on the internet. (laughs) That's just Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was fun. It was a good show. I I sold a few things. Not, you know, I didn't like make it rich here, but but it was it was fun. I sold some stuff. I definitely definitely have worse shows before. I I enjoyed it. I've seen you have more shows. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cool. I recommend it. Yeah, it was uh, in a place called the what was it, the Lake Erie Building or something like that. Uh, is that what it was? Lake? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was, well, maybe. Yeah, but it's like this old warehouse, uh, like like factory almost right. uh, area, and like it just kind of looks creepy. Yeah. And uh, abandoned. Well, yeah, because we were there on a Sunday afternoon, and it wasn't too scary, but I feel like if we were there, like, Monday at, like, 2 a.m., right. there'd be, like, murders happening. Sure, yeah. right. It was a little, it was one of those kind of places. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of, uh, the, fuck, why can't I think of the name of this, uh, the, that store downtown? Oh, oh, Mendelssohn's. Mendelssohn's. Yeah. yeah, right. It had a little bit of a Mendelssohn's vibe to it. Yeah, we have a store in Dayton that's, like, the craziest, like, four-story hardware store garage sale. <laughs> yeah. And it's huge. <laughs> and, yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that. There's, like, a lot of, like, weird water damage on the ceiling. And it has, like, a certain atmosphere to it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, this is, uh, like... Well, we walked in and uh, the the stairs. Well, first of all, there were stairs, so that was a pain in the ass. That's, I see. I prefer the stairs. Oh, that's true. Uh, you know, I don't mind stairs so much, but these stairs were kind of treacherous. They were scary. Yeah. And in, I don't know if you noticed, there was a, a slice of lime on one of the stairs. I did notice that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because uh, that could have been dangerous. Oh yeah. But like. You know, uh, like I feel like I had to like prepare myself to start going down the stairs. Like, like it felt like the the drop off from like the floor to the step, the first step, oh, yeah. was like bigger than it should have been. Right. And also, the stairs are also kind of narrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like my foot was like bigger than the actual steps were. What's an older building? People were tiny back then. That, that is true. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we walked in and like we had to go through like this maze of hallways to get to the the show area. Uh, and it was like yeah, like 
these old industrial fans like up against the windows yeah which overlooked like a roof i love that kind of atmosphere i kind of do too honestly like it was it was pretty cool uh and yeah we walked in and it was like just this huge room uh, with lots of uh space in the aisles oh yeah very roomy and uh they had uh like natural lighting like like these big frosted windows so like the sun could come in but like not be too overpowering right yeah and then uh because it gets dark at like five now uh like once like it started getting dark like they had like all these light bulbs strung up across the uh the room and it was pretty nice yeah i took a couple photos actually of that it was really it was really pretty yeah and i think there were even like chandeliers yeah I can't remember, but I'm going to say yeah. I'm pretty sure there was. And there was like, there was like a 40s car. Yeah, yeah. On display. Like a gangster car. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty like, great. It was like white. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was, just, it was a pretty good show. Yeah. I saw some really cool stuff. I like basically stayed behind the table most of the time. Right. Um, but yeah, it was cool. There were some good artists there, some people I like you know, to say hi to. Kane was there, Pat Kane. For, for a short while anyway. Mr. Mr. Nate McDonough was there. Nate McDonough, Grixley. Mr. Grixley, yeah. The uh, Cowboy House fellas, which I love. I don't know them. They, like Jeff Gibbons, Mike Matz, Fred Francis. Good stuff. All, All right. right. Uh, yeah, Durf was there. Durf. I got to share a table with uh, Joe Cuth, who does pretty sweet comics. Runs the comic section at a pretty sweet store in Cincinnati. He'll shake it records. Yeah, yeah. seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, if you're ever in the Cincinnati area, visit Shake It Records. Yeah. Highly recommended. Vinyl and comic uh, establishment. Uh, Bob Corby was there. Yeah, who, who runs the uh, Space uh, Show in Columbus, which uh, we have talked about numerous times. Oh, yeah. There was a guy next to Bob who had a uh, like a giant steamer truck thing, and it had a Shake It Records uh, sticker on oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Eric Adams was there. He does uh, Lackluster World. Yeah, uh, just really nice as always. Uh, he usually is. Yeah. Uh, I had put on Facebook that uh, we were here, and uh, a friend of mine said that I should check out a guy by the name of uh, Kevin Fagan, and. Uh, so that's where I think one of the sh- lacking things about the show was that they didn't really have a program. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you're looking for a certain artist, there's no, like, here's their table number. Right. Uh, uh, luckily, you know, the uh, the place had Wi-Fi, so that was awesome. Uh, so I did look it up online because they did have the, the table layout on their website. Right. But it would have been nice to have, like, you know, a paper copy or something like that. And also, you know, not everyone has like giant banners behind their table or you know name tags even or anything like that so it's kind of hard to find people if you're looking for them specifically I didn't have that but I mean everybody knows who I am well that's true (laughs) Uh, but you know sometimes you don't recognize the face of a a favorite creator because you've never seen them in public right Uh, or you know you get recommended a person like I did I have no idea what I'm looking for. Uh, and I found the guy, uh, eventually. 
And he's, he's just an artist. He doesn't do comics or anything like that, but he had a lot of uh, art books available, uh, fairly cheap, and uh, they were just interesting. And just sort of a uh, stream of consciousness, you know, just doodles, you know, turned into artwork. Yeah, yeah they looked awesome. Yeah. Kind of like weird geometric kind of... Yeah. Strange stuff. Yeah. He seemed like a really nice guy, so... Awesome. Certainly more than happy to, to spend a couple of bucks at this table. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know me, I always feel weird whenever uh, I'm out in public. Because like, I just I don't feel like I ever fit in anywhere. Right. So, like, you know, like I like, sat in the corner for like a half hour or so when we first got there. Uh, well, actually, when we first got there, we Went out to lunch. Found uh, a little Mexican place uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, jalapeno mites or something. I think it was just all jalapeno. It was the jalapeno. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And uh, had, had a, an adult beverage while we were there. Yeah, why not? Sure. And uh, then yeah, we went back to the show, and I kind of sat in the corner for a while, and then it was just like yeah, just not you know comfortable again. Right. So I just felt like I needed to kind of get away a little bit, and uh, decided to apparently walk around Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> so you escaped? I escaped. I walked out and uh, started walking, and uh, eventually I found uh, like a Circle K and a, a tiny little gas station, and I went into a uh, Mexican grocery store, which was actually kind of awesome. Right, because uh, uh, you know, they have a whole bunch of weird shit that you don't normally see at a, at a normal grocery store, like toys and candy and stuff. Uh, not so much toys, but definitely candy. And uh, I walked past their uh, bakery section. Oh, uh, they fucking had chocolate chip cookies the size of frisbees. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I man, if if. If I would have thought about it, I totally should have. <laughs> yeah, I should have definitely stopped there on my way back because, yeah, I walked probably two miles, I guess. Nice. I'm not sure. But it was a while. And, uh, yeah, I should have come back with, with, with a, giant, a giant fucking pastry of some sort. <laughs> I'm sure everybody would have loved it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you know, uh, just kind of walked around the show a couple times, talked to Pat for like all of 30 seconds, uh, talked to Nate McDonough, whom I don't really know all that well, but nice enough guy. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty sweet fellow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just kind of sat with you guys for a while. That was it. Yeah. That was, uh, that's, you know, that's what I like about that show, too. It was like two to seven, one day show. Right. So it's like this five hour gap, you know, period where you're like, you know, if you want to buy something, then you get five hours to do it. So it's kind of encouraging for you to like go ahead and try something instead of like making 20 passes around the room and right. maybe coming back the next day, maybe not. Right. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, if I had money, there's probably some stuff I would have bought for sure. Right. But I don't, so. Well, that's the cool thing, too. It's a free show. Yeah, that is also nice. No admission price. So. Yeah. I think I think if I... I would probably be more interested in just coming to the show as a 
as a uh, patriot. Right. Um, if I have money saved up or whatever. Right. Yeah, there is a lot of cool stuff. I know there was uh, uh, our friend Matt Brassfield, always on the lookout for anything horror related. Oh, of course. Uh, asked both of us to look to see if there were any horror comics there for him that, that he might enjoy. And I don't think. I think there were some, but probably not anything that would be up his alley. Right. It was like sort of horror, but it was like kind of weird. Right, yeah. Artsy horror. Yeah. He's yeah. more into like campy horror. Yeah. Uh, werewolves. Or werewolves, that's right. <laughs> I, I think he said that the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was, I was on the lookout a little bit, and I saw a girl with a comic that I think it was a horror comic. Uh, it was called The Crow. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Is her name James Obar? We're oddly enough, to who? Okay, it was not. not. Okay. <laughs> so, that was weird, huh? Right? <laughs> her next comic, Batman, is even better. Like, I know that you could probably have two things called the same thing. Yeah. As long as they're very different from each other. All right. But I feel like that would be a thing that is well enough enough, uh, well, well known enough. Yeah. Right. That uh, it'd be like, oh, I probably should yeah. call it something different. Or, or call it like, you know, oh, she could call it like, I don't know her name, but it's her name was like. Wendy Birkin, you could say Wendy Birkin's the pro. Right, yeah. yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Or the crow UK. The crow UK. Since is that usually what happens when there's like two mans right. the same man? Yeah. Eh, you know, maybe she doesn't know. Yeah, maybe, I mean she might have just get into comics. It's true. And there hasn't been a crow comic in a while. That is also true. Or moving. Yeah. Uh also I will say this. Uh, I think you, me, and Bob Corby are probably the oldest people in that room. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Kind of takes a bite out of you, doesn't it? Hey, you, a little bit. You look around and everybody's like, yeah, I'm 25. <laughs> and you're like, what did you say? <laughs> How old? Yeah, most of those people could have been our, our children. Uh, yeah. They were pretty close, right? At least our younger, younger siblings. Definitely. I'll also say this, I would say 50-60% of the crowd looked exactly like Matt Fraction. A lot of Fractions there. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's sort of maybe an artsy, like, like I don't know if I'd say hipster, but I would say hipster. I mean, they looked, it was like more like artsy though, where they, like they didn't all look like they were trying to like be cool, they just looked like they were kind of odd, odd artsy people. Right. Like, to me, when I think hipster, I think of people who are trying way too hard to seem cool. And some of these people didn't seem like they cared to be cool. They were just, like, real artsy and strange. I don't know. I would, I would definitely say hipster plays a part in it. Yeah. But, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, going back to the comic that we talked about, you know, we definitely shouldn't be judging people. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which which is sometimes a, a hard thing for at least me to get over. Yeah, uh, is to kind of just let that alone. Yeah. I'm sure, we all judge a little. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there was a guy talking, and, uh, 
was sort of around and at us. Oh, towards the end of the, towards show. The, end of the show, who started complaining about like somebody else and their taste of music, and I was just like, you know, or just let people like what they like, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he wasn't my favorite customer that day, but uh, well, he didn't buy anything, so he was not a customer. Yeah, overall, I like there was some pretty awesome people. Yeah, actually, I met a guy. I can't remember his last name. His name was Gary. He did this comic called Captain Gareth. <laughs> no, <laughs> different, different guy. His name I forget his last name. S G or something. No, but it was like Gary, and he did this comic. And when he was a kid, called Captain Cor- Corbet, Corbet or something, okay, and a, or Corbett or something. I don't know. And uh, but he like put together these like phone book sized collections of every drawing or story and inspiration he's had about this character since he was like nine years old. And he's in his sixties or something now, and uh, they were amazing. Like they kind of blew my mind. Uh, Captain Corbett, that's what it was called, Corbett. C-O-R-B-E-T and, and like I got the feeling that he was like trying to just share this with people and he was like yeah nobody probably really cares but like legitimately I would rather have owned a copy of that than any other book in that entire room really yeah I really would have it was amazing uh, yeah I kind of glimpsed about it when you had it and yeah it was literally like the size of like the bone complete collection yeah it looks like a trapper keeper like bulged to like capacity right right but it was it, it, it was like, hardbound wasn't it yeah and he had done it himself he had like made all these color copies like everything was really nice all the pages and then he like sewed them in signatures by hand wow and then he like hot glued them all the signatures into this binding and then he like made a cover for it and it was just like it was incredible, and I was like, "Have you ever thought about printing this?" He's like, "Nobody would buy this." He's like, "I'm just, I'm just showing it to a few people," and I was like, "I would totally buy this." Yeah, I feel like that's a thing that Kickstarter would get behind. Yeah, yeah, like I think people would definitely rally behind it because it's so unique, right? I mean, he's been doing working on that for 50 years. Right. I mean, that is essentially that man's history. Yeah, and like history and like you know creativity. Which I feel is something that you know, people would definitely rally behind. Yeah, and he called it a scrapbook of his character. Right, but it was—I mean, because a lot of it was, you know, I mean, scrapbooking. Yeah, there was like, there was like a lot of images of like movies, and like other comics that he was inspired by, and then there was like photos of him when he was a kid, and like, and like, you know, just things that he wrote, hand wrote, like what he was thinking, like, right, you know, about the characters and whatnot. And then there was a lot of actual, like, comic pages, but they were, like, these color scans of these old yellow notebook pages, like, complete with the lines and everything. Yeah. Oh, man, it was just... I loved it. Like, I mean, I was, you know, nearby, and uh, I just thought that, uh, oh, fuck, there's another crazy person talking to Jason. That happens a lot. It happens quite a bit. Uh, somehow it is transferred from me to you, and I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank God that uh, crazy guy's not talking to me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it didn't seem kind of interesting. You know, and then when like, he left, you were just like, I would totally have bought that. It blows my mind. Yeah. It was amazing. 
It was good, Gary. Get it out there. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, overall, uh, good, uh, good time. Uh, had some, some, some good food afterwards, too. Oh, yeah, we had a... Well, we tried to go to a place called the Thai Kitchen. Yeah. And uh, their friend Nate McDonough, but uh, it's closed. So you, you Googled uh, other restaurants, and we found one called the Brown Sugar Thai Restaurant. Yep. And uh, it was great. It was it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like even the presentation of it was amazing. It looked like artwork. Uh, yeah, yeah. Took a couple pictures, like these uh, carrots, and pineapples, and things that were like carved to look like flowers on your plates. Oh yeah. Oh, yours was a uh, pineapple. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you eat it? Oh yeah. Or, no, I did not actually. Oh, I couldn't eat that. It was too beautiful. Okay. Uh, I ate my carrot flower. You did. I did. You monster. Somebody wants all that trouble in the car, right? They should, uh, should, uh, should uh, appreciate the the art of it, right? The edible art of it. It was, yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so now we're we're heading back home. And, uh, I think I'm gonna lose some uh, battery power on my phone here. So I feel like uh, maybe it's a good time to maybe wrap some up. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I don't know. You're talking about Thanksgiving weekend or anything. Uh, sold a lot of stuff. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had like our best day ever this year, at least. Uh, Black Friday. So that's why they call it Black Friday. Yeah, get back to the black. Exactly. But one thing I did find out at, at the show today, I was talking to my neighbor, Joe. I, had, I, I, was, I was like at a loss of what movie to pick for my movie pick. Oh, yeah. And he suggested uh, an older film uh, starring Sam Neill. I like Sam Neill. Me too. It's called... The Pos- Madness? No. No. Fuck that. No. It's called The Possession. Alrighty. And uh, he said that the less we know about it, the better. Okay. But he said uh, it might be something we'd enjoy. And I said, okay, I'll pick that. Alright. Um, down. Down for anything called the possession. Yeah. Anything with Sam Neill. Sweet. Hey, most things with Sam Neill. Jurassic Park. Uh, I would do Jurassic Park, not Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. yeah. I think he came back for that one. The, no, the new one was the fourth one, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I still haven't seen three or four. Yeah, neither have I. Or two. Oh, two? There's nowhere near as good as the first one, but yeah. had some enjoyable parts. You know, I saw the first one in the movie theater, and I enjoyed it. And then my mom rented it on video and uh, did not enjoy it as much. Yeah. And uh, I read the book, the first book, the Topps comic. Uh, adaptation? <laughs> the actual novel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I've, I've had enough of uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. 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 Um, first one is the best. Yes. Uh, and uh, honestly, I think Jurassic World just kind of looks dumb as fuck, so... Yeah, sometimes dumb as fuck is right in the alley. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, for the most part, I kind of agree. It's got the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy. It does. I enjoy that guy. He's, he's uh, charisma personified. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll skip Jurassic World. But I will not skip Possession. That's right. Is it just possession? I believe so. Okay, there's no doubt. Yeah. Because there is... 
I think like 30 movies called Possession or The Possession. But, so, uh, maybe the lady that did the crew saw that and she was like, well, you know. It could be. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this one I believe is just Possession. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sam Neill, 1981. We're, we're going to watch it. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a guest. And, we, and hopefully we won't be in a car next time. Uh, yeah, I Hurt, guess not. Hurtling down the highway. Yeah. Oh, this was kind of fun, though. It was. Yeah. It was enjoyable. I would do this again. Yeah. Hopefully the sound quality is not too terrible. Yeah, we apologize here if, it, if it's been hard to train. But uh, also, it's free. Suck it up. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, call tonight? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to take a nap. All right. Me too. <laughs> 78 mile an hour nap. Goodbye forever. Yeah, it was, it was fun sometimes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.